Look who decided to show. Sorry, I'm late. A wizard is never late. You're a slacker. You are causing a major disturbance on my time. If I don't leave now, I'll be late for being early. You're late. I generally come in at least 15 minutes late. If you ain't first, you're last. Now the early show, later, with Karis and Jeremy from oh, 1027. Oh, oh. Hello, check, 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 one, one, two, 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 check in, check in, check, check, levels. Levels are good. Great. Hi, this is the early show, later podcast. I'm Karis. Uh, I'm Cherries. And I'm also Gary. And I'm also Jules. <laughs> this is episode 118. No joking in the trophy room, eh? <laughs> no joking in the trophy room, eh? I uh, can't wait till we get to that. That's a right away. Right away, we're going to get to that break. Which yeah, is that's right. That uh, came out of nowhere, too, and I loved it. Yes. I guess we'll a... set that one up in a moment, but let's give them the rest of the audio. Yeah. Table so uh, also on the podcast today, we are going to be talking about a pickle porch pirate from Portland. Say that five times fast. We did that before the Peak Pan Pop quiz. Oh, my God. <laughs> so many peas. Outrageous. Close of peas. Uh, it is. It's a fun story. We're also uh, talking about Billie Eilish versus Yee, uh, the artist formerly known as Kanye, and his yeah. weird... Um, demands. Yes, his weird demands and his the weird way that he inserts himself into things that have nothing to do with him, but because he's such a narcissist, let's be honest... Um, you know, he's a narcissist and other mental things. I don't know what else is going on with him, but he has a time and he's very famous. And so he, for some reason, makes issues yeah, about take him. take a run at Billie Eilish. Yeah, like I'm just going to go after Billie Eilish for something that actually has nothing to do with me, but I'm going to make it about me because that's who I am. Yeah, can't wait. So that's odd. But we started the show today, you know, because we've been, you know, following the Olympics, trying, you know, we're like, we're going to boycott, but we're also going to follow them. It's hard. It's hard. Um, but we love the story. So we're like, who's the most iconic Canadian Olympian of all time? Yes, because the thing about the, the Olympics that is so great is the athletes and how hard they compete and how... And their stories. Yes. And struggling in, in, in being the best at sports that... That we that don't get a lot of love and attention most of the time, and then during the Olympics we love them and give them all the attention. So it's pretty special. Uh, it is special. So the most iconic Canadian Olympians of all time, and we asked you know you guys to like send in, and you can still tweet at us this weekend to get the chips at Karis C H A R I S Hog H O G G at Jeremy underscore Baker. Who is the most iconic Canadian Olympian of all time? And we had on our Twitter poll we had uh, Andre de Grasse. Because he challenged Usain Bolt for being the fastest human. And we also... Kenny Alexiak, the most decorated um, medal-earning Olympian of all time in this nation. Yep. Also, Christine Sinclair, local soccer legend. Most goals scored in international competition, period. Yeah. And I mean, when I say she's a local legend, I mean she's from here, but of course she's an international legend. And also... Uh, Claire Hughes. Yes, Claire Hughes. Because she won medals in summer and winter games. Yeah. And before Penny was with, oh my God, I don't have her name in front of me right now, uh, was tied. She has six and another woman has six and, medals. And Clara Hughes, was, she, yeah, she, had, she was multidisciplinary. She did it in the cycling and in the speed skating. Sp yeah, so really winter impressive. and summer. Yeah. She had six medals. Penny only recently overtook her with her seventh. 
Um, and so the yeah. results of the poll were really people were voting for Clara Hughes and Christine Sinclair. It was neck and neck for oh a while. Clara Hughes was leading, and then Christine Sinclair did take Storm. over and did win the poll by the end of the program. Uh, but people wrote in, of course, all day because there was only four. There's so many icons. People were going all different generations. We had 90s. We had 80s. We had people who had personal connections. Like, oh, I, I knew this person. I trained with this person. Like, they're awesome. And then we got Nancy Green. Wow, what a write-in. Woo, what a throwback. Alternative Vancouver. Peak traffic. All right, before we get to traffic, we've been talking most iconic Canadian Olympians. And we have a great write-in suggestion uh, from Brenda at 604-280-1027. How about Nancy Green? Yes. Isn't she pride of Rosslyn, British Columbia? Yeah. Something yes. around there. Uh, Red uh, Mountain? Well, she, she was born in Ottawa. Okay. But you can actually ski with Nancy Green at Sun Peaks. Really? Yeah. I thought she was all about Red Mountain. Eh, maybe I'm yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe both. Uh, but she won giant slalom in France in the 1968 Winter Olympics. Which one's that one? Grenoble? Yeah, Grenoble, France. <laughs> That's right. You got I, I it. just threw out a word. How do you know that? I don't know that. Uh, I just guessed. I was like, what's an old timey Winter Olympics? <laughs> and I know about Nancy Green because when I was a kid, she was in. Uh, Mars bar commercial. Oh, whoa! And my ki- and my parents, whenever we would eat a Mars bar, they would always quote the Nancy Green Mars bar commercial. Oh, wow! Yeah, which which is which is this? You've got to use your head at all times. Looks like you landed on yours. Hey, it happens. Here, catch a Mars bar. Makes a great break. Every Mars has a creamy, smooth center topped with golden caramel and surrounded by a thick layer of pure milk chocolate. Winning takes a lot of skill. And head work. No joking in the trophy room. (laughs) (laughs) What part did your parents quote? No joking in the trophy room. Exactly. No joking in the trophy room. (laughs) God, that's like 1960s Canadiana. Well, no, actually 1980s. 1980s, sorry. That's like, that reminds me of Strange Brew. No joking in the trophy room, eh? That's right. So thank you for that right in vote. That was incredible, great, Brenda. Thank great you. Great memories. And as he says, made Mars Bar famous to this day. Yeah. Your parents are no That's, joking yep. in the trophy room, eh? No joking eh? in the trophy room, eh? <laughs> Have a Mars Bar. Sounded like you landed on your head, eh? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Boy, Golden, Katie, and Lunchmeat on the early show with Karis and Jeremy. It's 8.39, and it's absolutely beautiful. It's going to be a gorgeous day, high of 8 degrees. Tomorrow, put a pin in it. Try and be outside as much as you can, because I think it's going to be outstanding Sunday as well. Yeah, get your biophilia, your connection to nature. Do that. Uh, all right, it's a battle of the Coachella headliners brewing right now. Kanye West, very upset at Billie Eilish. And why on earth would Kanye be, or Yee, why would Yee be upset with Billie Eilish? Um, Because Yee believes that Billie Eilish threw shade at Travis Scott that time she stopped down her show to get an inhaler for someone. And in that moment, she said a bunch of things, but she said, we take care of our people. And I guess Yee and Travis Scott feeling, I don't know why Yee's involved, but on behalf of Travis Scott was feeling offended. And demands that Billie Eilish apologizes to Travis Scott or he won't play. He will cancel himself. Um, There's a certain part of me that thinks that Yee is 
Well, I mean, he's he's got his challenges mentally. I think we've learned that. Um, he's going through a divorce. That yeah. is a very stressful time in yeah. anyone's life. And also, you know, I mean, maybe he's bipolar. I'm, I'm not sure what else is going on. Um, but he seems to insert himself in places that, like, why are... This doesn't have to do with you. I don't get that. Yeah, and I just feel like Billie Eilish is... How old is she? 20, maybe? Low 20s. Maybe 20? And you just got a grown man just throwing a tantrum on the internet on a on a young woman. And this is not the first time Kanye has done that, or Yee has done that as well. So I'm just kind of looking at some history and being like, interesting that this guy kind of bullies young pop stars and yes. has in the past a little bit. Yes, Taylor Swift. doing it again. Yes. And in our world of cancel culture is like, if you don't do the thing I want, I will not play Coachella. And why is he mad at Billie Eilish? Ultimately, because she stopped her show to look after uh, uh, someone in the audience. That's all that he wants her to apologize for that, ultimately. Because she said, we take care of our people. Which, that's that's which it. He believes with the shot at Travis Scott, maybe. Um, or not. You project that. That's your projection. That's fine. You can think that, but that's your but, projection. But that's, she, that's on you. Yeah, she didn't say that. <laughs> and here's the thing. Before the Travis Scott, this all goes back to the Travis Scott Astro World show in Texas, which was a very tragic event, and many people lost their lives, and, and dozens more were injured. Um, and that was real, and that happened, and that's very sad. And Travis Scott, from everything I've read, is sad and and sad about that. He got dropped from Coachella because of that. He was going to be one of the headliners, and was replaced by Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish has stopped her shows before that incident. She had stopped shows. To help fans. This is not like Billie Eilish being like, oh, I need to put on a show. You know what I mean? It wasn't a show of concern because it's trendy. She has always done that at her shows. So it's just a case of, uh, I don't know that this involves you at all. So maybe just, you know, uh, stay in your own lane, sit this one out. There doesn't seem to be anything here to even do you call the blood? Like, I mean, Coachella is money. Right, Coachella is a corporation. Yes, they just want to make a good million dollars, so they're going to do their little calculation of like who would you know? Does it come down to it's Kanye or Billy? And then do you go? Well, they're going to choose Kanye because he moves more tickets. I just think it's gross that he even put that. It's just gross, like just publicly on social media. And then what if Billie Eilish doesn't back down? What if Billy, like so far she hasn't. Billy's like, I'm not. I didn't do anything wrong. Which is the right answer. So then what does Kanye do now? Like, oh my God, is he just, do you follow through on your gross, weird threat you just threw out on the internet, <laughs> probably without thinking? Yes. Or do you play the show and you're just the lamest oh. duck dude up I there? Like, no. you Kanye, you lose. I don't, you lose. I don't get, I don't get him. I, I just, I just don't. I, yeah, I, I, to me, it's like, do your weird, you know, have Marilyn Manson on your new record, do whatever you want. But it's just like, going after Billy Eilish. is of the essence Yukon Blonde, get precious. You're listening to 1027 The Peak, the early show with Karis and Jeremy. On the old text line, um, talking about the most iconic Olympians. Finally got that right uh, vote for Ross uh, Rebegliati. Rebegliati. Yes, yes. what you wanted in the shortlist. I was. And you were waiting for it. You're like, oh, this is an icon. 
Aaron texted in. Yes. Your boy, Ross. All right. Because thinking of iconic Canadian Olympians. I mean, honestly, I was thinking Ben Johnson, too. I yeah. mean, he, Ben Johnson, very iconic. Yes. And Ross, right up there. I mean, I remember watching Ross's gold medal snowboard victory and then all of the drama afterwards. And showing up on the talk shows. and oh. Yeah, he had a time. Yeah. You know, now doesn't he like have some kind of cannabis products? I hope he, he, I does. Think he does. Yeah, if he does it. I'm like, what are you doing? Uh, so, like, Aaron, thank you for that. Two eighty one zero two seven. Thank you so much. Okay, switching to a story out of Portland, a real pickle of a situation. They're really having a dilly of a time there. <laughs> a pickle costume. Uh, for a Portland baseball team was stolen by a porch pirate. <laughs> wow, it affects everyone. Eh? Yeah, you know what? And now they are facing a real dilemma. Oh no! Well, no. uh, but really, you know, they they are this. Their mascot is a big pickle, which is fantastic. <laughs> Good job, Portland, for having yeah, a pickle that, as your mascot. Unreal. <laughs> it's fantastic. Uh, Emily here. Announcer on the peak loves pickles. I love pickles as well. Yeah, but like we share a pickle like love. But our, she's like she's it's next part of level. our personality. I, it is like she. I think she's like maybe she's part pickle. I'm not <laughs> sure, but she loves them even more than I. Like I love them, but she loves them. Oh, is she filling in for Angela this afternoon? We'll have to send her this story. <laughs> yeah, she should know about this. So the Portland Pickles, they had uh, they lost their costume en route. It was on a flight. You know, it was kind of like oh, sorry, you know. We lost your bag with the pickle costume in it. Oh, so much relatable content. First, they lose their <laughs> luggage on a flight, and then they have the replacement stolen. For, and then it does get delivered to someone's front steps, and then a porch pirate steals the package. And so now they're without their pickle mascot costume. Oh, my God. They're not going to win any games no. coming up. Coming season. So you're a thief who steals this, right? Like you're a professional porch pirate or whatever. Uh, are you real happy with this find? Or are you like, oh, I was hoping for a computer? <laughs> or or you're really excited to find that that's what's in, but you can't go out in public with it? Because no, you then- make it part of your thing. You wear it when you do your crimes, oh, like any true villain, okay. and you're the pickle porch pirate. So now future thefts will be done by the pickle. Yeah, it will be done by the pickle porch pirate, and then the local, you know, Batman of Portland is like, oh, the Pickle Porch Pirate. I will get you. I will get you. Uh, So, wow, yeah, just the pickle costume. I like, I would like to imagine maybe instead of this person who stole the pickle costume, then going and reoffending and being the porch pickle pirate, uh, maybe. They go on parole. (laughs) Turn their life around. Exactly. And maybe they take the the costume. I mean, they should return it, obviously. Do the right thing. Do the right thing and return the costume. But if they don't return the costume, maybe they could like go to various places around Portland and take fun pictures of the pickle. Like the pickle could go on vacation before it gets returned, maybe. Uh, you know, like a, when those people are fun when that yeah, happens. Yeah, like when people steal garden gnomes and then take photos and then return the gnome with all the photos of where or it's been. Or a kid loses uh, the bear at the airport and then, you know, the workers get the bear back to the family, but then they, all the workers take pictures of the bear on the transit. Exactly. Those are great stories. You know, I mean, another one of those. I oh. think that that would be really fun if the pickle costume went on vacation before being returned. To the Portland baseball team, yeah. Yes. Okay, fair well, enough. Well, we'll see. Like that. Who knows? All right, that'll do it for the podcast today, you guys. You want the chips, most iconic 
uh, Olympian of all time. Canadian. At, Canadian, ideally. yeah, we don't care about the other ones. Yeah. I mean, other countries take part, but it's only for Canada to play against. We all have main character syndrome, and we don't, uh, we suffer from that as well. Yep. Uh, you know what? If you're listening internationally, <laughs> tell us who your favorite is. You're in France. You're like, no, oh, the best is it, or whatever. We yeah. Don't care. I mean, if you're in France listening to this podcast, that wow. Like, we're that's just cool. You texted at the show. Totally. Uh, at Karis Hogg, we already spelled it for you, but C H A R I S H O G G at Jeremy underscore Baker. It's the weekend here in Vancouver, and it's going to be a beauty for uh, late or whatever, early February. Happy Valentine's Day. That's when we'll talk to you again on Monday. Yep. Bye. Yeah, see ya. Nothing can kill the grimace. All right, we're done here.